we should re, I mean, we're also zoomed out, but I think that in 2021, we should like reinvigorate a little bit of zoom. How? I don't know. <laughs> I'll work on it. Hey everyone. Welcome to It's Not Me, It's COVID with Courtney Allen. I'm your host, Courtney. This podcast series is going to be all about dating during COVID. Yes, we are in a pandemic and don't know how long this is going to last, but people want that attention, affection, and connection. So why the fuck not make a podcast all about that? Zoom calls, FaceTime dates, texting, dating apps, ghosting, how hard it is to actually date, especially during this time in our lives. And who knows? Maybe some one-on-one socially distanced dates. We're going to talk all about that. So strap in and feel the feels. Hope you like it because here we go. (sighs) Well, friends, life is good. You know, everything feels so much lighter and so much happier. And like, I think I'm still going to be emotional from yesterday because a new chapter I feel like yesterday was our official 2021 start of the new year. Last, I don't think New Year's really count because there was so much, I mean, there was a a lot has happened since the beginning of 2021. But yesterday, we have a new president. We have a new vice president. We have a, a team that actually wants to help and care about our country and Oh, I mean, I I also on top the fact that Lady Gaga sang the national anthem. Yeah, you bet. I was crying. I was crying at 830 fucking in the morning. So it just I feel my body feels so much lighter and feel so much more clarity. And I'm just I I am thinking and being as positive as possible to know that things are going to happen. We're going to get there. We're going to be good. It's going to be – we're going to be okay. We are all going to be okay. And just uh, – enough about that. That's been like obviously the huge thing that we're finally – just fucking finally, fucking finally. Bye, Trump. Bye. Go die in a hole. Except I bet the hole wouldn't even want you, but – I don't know, wherever wherever we want to put you. Let's just fucking just like go. Go away. This episode, I'm so excited to have Ryan Lynn on this episode. Like, he is a fucking bubble of joy and happiness and that smile. He is amazing. We talk about his relationships in the past, how he met his boyfriend, and they are so fucking cute, what they've gone through during COVID, and... We just, he's just an amazing human being. It's just, he brings so much light and that's why I gravitated towards him. And yeah, let's just do it. Yeah. I was like, uh, like, no, but okay, that's fine. Like, cool, cool. Okay. Let's just get started. Hi, Ryan. (laughs) Hi, Courtney. It's like we just got here. We just got here. Was it like 2016 minutes ago? 16 minutes ago, talking about badgers and chickens and life. Ryan, I am so happy I get to see your face and just see you. And like, I just like, I'm so, I'm just so happy you're here. Tell the world who you are, what you do, all that good shit. Go for it. Hello world. Uh, My name is Ryan Lind. I am a dear, dear friend of Courtney's. Yes, Uh, uh, We 
met a long, long time ago, many moons. Um, but Has I it been? how many? It's been like probably three or four years now. It was the Dear Evan Hansen class. Yeah, it was the Dear Evan Hansen class, and I did that pretty recently after moving to the city. So probably like four years. Wow, where has time gone? Truly, truly. Ugh. Like I said, we have like lived a lifetime this year alone. Mm-hmm. So we met doing this Dear Evan Hansen class. Yes. In which, um, Courtney basically just came in and like slayed all Stop. of the stuff. And Stop. I'm just like sitting in awe of her. Stop. Over corner being like, oh my God, look at this girl. Look at her. Um, and then I was like, I want to be her friend. And then we didn't speak to each other because the class ended and we didn't see each other. And then we started to work together. And I was like, oh my God, I get to be this girl's friend for real, real now. And that is good. Yeah. I feel like after the classes, we all just wanted to get the fuck out of there. We're like, no, mm-hmm. bye. Like, I don't want to be your friend. Like, I just want to leave. I just want to go home. It's I late. just want to go home. Yeah. Yeah, in the morning. exactly. I will never forget. When did you do your SpongeBob medley? Or it was your, um, I'm sorry. No, it wasn't SpongeBob medley, but it had, it had friends. It oh, had, the, um, that was the showcase that I did. Um, yes. and it was all of the TV theme songs about friendship. Yes. Um, God, that I was so composed. fucking good. I think just, that's like one of the best things I've ever seen. Oh, stop. True. It's not a relationship podcast anymore. It's just a compliment each other podcast. Honestly, I think we need more of that. We need more complimenting each other in the world. Oh. So. so hello, beautiful listeners. Um, mm-hmm. You are all stunning and gorgeous and you are worthy. Um, oh, yes. <laughs> I'm already clapping. Yes. Fuck yes. I love uh, it. So I am still in New York um, yes. living in Astoria after all of this crazy. Um, I actually moved in with my boyfriend during quarantine mm-hmm, we'll mm-hmm, that later mm-hmm. um and i bartend to pay the bills and then kind of to stay creative i also started a podcast during all of this um i write for a like why a parody instagram account that i created with a friend uh also just trying to take classes when i can and like find ways to feel creatively fulfilled and chase whatever little like glitter of an idea might spark joy that day um in hopes that i have really cool things when i'm done here that can like be shared or be made into big things and i love that you are so driven like the fact that you a little bit of glitter you have so much glitter in you let's like you like so much glitter and i love like you are so creative like even in all the songs and anything that like you want to audition with you always like okay so what is the an interesting song, something that's actually going to grab whoever are singing to, because that's your, that's you, that's your personality. Like literally you grab everyone's attention. So I love, like, I mean, that's one of the things I love about you. And the personality is like 98% glitter, percent cartoon character. So yes, exactly. And the fact that you're doing, (laughs) yes. And you're doing so much and everyone need to listen to his podcast. So I'm just saying like his podcast podcast is one of the reasons why I started my podcast. So I thank you. Uh, No, I'm it's, you know, that's why we do things. We want to like, you know, have people enjoy ourselves, like us, our like authentic selves and hopefully inspire them to do something that they may have been waiting to do. Mm-hmm. And like you said that, you know, part of your inspiration for really getting, you know, this off the ground was listening to mine. And like, that's, that's why we do it. Mm-hmm. That's true. We do and it. And a little bit of therapy. 
Oh, it's a lot of therapy. It is. Mm-hmm. It's a lot, but we love to support good friends and each other. So I love that. Well, you should, you're right. We should do like a whole podcast of just complimenting each other. Just a whole. Like we can just I, bring on guests and just like compliment people all day be long. Like, I love your hair. Your hair mm-hmm. is great. Like the lighting you have chosen for this Zoom call is just stunning. Like, oh, like I love the full like gray on gray, which by the way, your hair, like it looks very, the color looks really good right now. Thank you. It is um probably about seven weeks since I've colored it. It's really, it's, it's also, look how long it is. No one can see this. It's a podcast, but the hair is long. It's, is she thick? She, th- oh, she thick. She a thick bitch. She is a thick bitch. Three C's. Um, yeah, no, she is, it's really thick. And um, every time I like lie down and then get up, there's like a little like smattering of like wreath hair of all the stuff that's fallen out because it's so thick. <laughs> oh, you should, you should yeah. see my hair right, in the morning. Off that mane. Like the fact that I haven't put my hair up in a bun for you yet. Like that means something because I haven't washed my hair in a little over a week and she gross, but I was like, no, I'm, I'm gonna put like all my dry shampoo in here for you and I'm not gonna put my hair up in the bun until probably soon because it feels weird like not oh, having it. Don't worry, I will make an announcement when Courtney has finally put her hair up in the bun and when she does, everyone should also put their hair up in a bun. Yes. Do you have, do you have a hair tie? Do we have a hair tie? I might have a hair tie. If I do, I will also put my hair up in a bun when the time comes. I love it. If Let's... not, it's probably dirty enough that it'll just stay up. <laughs> I love that's it. So no, it's not. It's beautiful. It's perfect. That's literally like, that's what we do. That's our hair. You, that's our you hair. come as you are. <laughs> come as you are. Let's get into dating yes. before COVID. Tell me how your dating life was like. Okay. So my dating life can be summed up in two small phrases. Number mm-hmm. one, Serial monogamist. Number okay. two, secret psycho. Oh. I'm a crazy person. Um, and in like a good way. I was gonna say, like, you're not crazy. But like, I'm weird and quirky and like, I'm a lot sometimes. Um, but I'm also just a loving human being. And so it's all about finding someone who's crazy meshes with yours. More mm-hmm. on that later. Mm-hmm. Um, so I came out... Um, I guess we'll start there. Like yeah. that's kind of a, 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 log, a very good place to start in the wise words of um, Maria Von Trapp, um, yeah. the coming out. Uh, I came out my senior year of high school, which um, coincidentally, I was doing The Sound of Music. That is so bizarre. Did not Whoa. Like wow. wow. Good work. Uh, interesting. Yeah. Um, so I was, I was, my senior year of high school, I came out and it was very much a like, come out to one person who I also knew was out then come out to like one class of people that I felt very safe with. And then it became like, now that 12 people know, we're just gonna like live as we are out and proud. And when people ask, now we won't lie. Uh, And it it really started the second semester of my senior year because I knew that I wanted to go to college being authentically who I was. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I didn't want to end high school never having had that for myself. Absolutely. Um, and it was, I went to a very small Catholic school, but we always joked that it was like the most public and progressive of Catholic schools because like everyone was so accepting and so warm that I, I 
talk about it in therapy all the time. I almost feel bad sometimes because I didn't have any kind of trauma in coming out. My whole family has been very supportive. My mm. friends have all been supportive. I really had the dream coming out story. And That's so amazing. it really has allowed me to, you know, accept and really embrace who I am. And I think that that freedom and all of that, especially coming from my parents being so supportive all my life has really mm. just allowed me to be who I am and look for a partner who is the other like piece to that. Oh. Um, so I went to college. I dated a boy in college. Um, my junior year, he was a freshman. Um, okay, you cougar. Right, bit of a cougar. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, we went on our first date to the macaroni grill in um, Bethlehem, Pennsylvania. I literally just talked about macaroni grill so with my I. boyfriend literally like yesterday talking about how good one the bread is two that you would color you got the color on the table on the table yeah on the table and it was so impressive because the waitress knew how to write her name upside yes. down and backwards on the table and you with like, two crayons witchcraft yeah oh um, my god <laughs> Uh, so we dated for like a year and nine months. Um, the obvious reason for breaking up being that he was a freshman when I was a junior. So he was going into his junior year when I was moving to New York right after college Mm -hmm. and the distance just didn't work. Yeah. And that is okay. Uh, I don't wish any ill will. It didn't end badly. It just, the distance wasn't going to work. We were at different points in our lives. We were in different places. It just, it truly wasn't meant to be, um, So I came to New York and I was like, I'm going to embrace my singleness. And my roommates called me the self-proclaimed king of Tinder for a little while. Oh, yes. Yes, because I went on probably a different Tinder date every day for like probably like a couple months. I was like turning and burning them, uh, looking for love. (laughs) They say, well, I mean, I I wish that I could have done that because it says like going on dates is like, another job. It is another job. And the fact that you want, like, you could stay on that for so long. Like I get so, I got so bored. I am impressed. I really have always embraced a, um, talk less, like meet more when it comes to dating apps, because suddenly you've been talking to somebody for like three months and you know, absolutely everything about them, but you haven't met them in person. And they can be so different. And then you meet in person and like, they're super different or the chemistry like isn't there in person or Mm -hmm. you realize that you know everything about them and that all the chemistry is really only over the phone when you Mm -hmm. both have time to think about what you want to say. And so I was a huge fan of like, great, we've been chatting for like two days. Let's grab a coffee today. Uh, And that is where I went on my first date uh, with my New York boyfriend um, was at the 57th street, uh, Starbucks. I know exactly where that is. Mm-hmm. I'm, I, I, weirdly enough, I know where I went on all my first dates. Like that's that. the weird thing that's ingrained. So you're going to get all the first date spots on this. I love so, it. Uh, and it was great. We dated for almost two years. Um, that two year mark is the hard hurdle to get over. Um, cause I feel like the two year mark is when you really start to like you've settled out of the honeymoon phase yes. into what it's like to be with someone and- And see if a long ahead future. Right. Yeah. Um, and to see if it, yeah, if it's like a long ahead future. It's, it's, it's hard. It's hard looking for that 
other person, your person. Especially at our age, I feel like. Yeah. Guys, it's okay to like wait until you're a little bit older to date. Like, or get married or have kids. Like, I I know so many people that have kids right now, which is fine. Like, do your thing. That's amazing. I don't want anything up in this business yet. That's not happening. I have to see one more. We're having a baby announcement on Facebook. I'm going to scream. I know. Babies are coming. They're coming for us. Well, because what else do you got to do? I mean, luckily, mm. I don't have to worry about that. (laughs) Yes, that's very, very true. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's going to be a very conscious decision when I have a kid. Uh-huh. There is a fur baby in the future. That's, that's coming eee. in the next couple months. We've decided. Eee. Oh my God, what kind? We're, we're just going to adopt some kind of cute little mutt. Oh. Like, we're very excited. My heart. Um, but yeah, I, so I dated my first New York boyfriend for like probably like a year and nine months as well. Um, and our breakup story was that we went to the Rosa Mexicana and we sat down and we broke up in between guac and entrees. <gasps> um, and that it guac was, is good. So good. I, we should have just, we should have just done it before we sat down to eat. Cause we both knew it was coming mm-hmm. We for a while had realized that we were better friends than okay. we were like compatible romantically. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, again, like no ill will. We both were on the same page. Like it's just, sometimes it just doesn't work out. Um, and I think that I for so long was just happy to be in a relationship and say that I was in a relationship that I ignored some of the signs. signs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, because I would rather have been in a relationship that like wasn't quite working, but was still fine Mm -hmm. than be alone. Um, so we ended things and I was single once more and I learned to be alone a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, two summers ago, I went um, home for the summer and did a production of Mamma Mia and had a really fun summer fling mm-hmm. um, with somebody who we met doing the show. I came back to New York, he went to grad school and we were both like, cool, that was fun. Like it was nice to like have somebody Yeah. Um, to also know that like, this is really great. We jive. We're really good friends. Like we're both comfortable in who we are, but when this is over, like it probably won't work because we just are in different, we're in different States. Like it's, yeah, it's not meant to be meant to be, but it also kind of gave me that the fun that I never found. Cause while I went on all those dates, I've never been one to um, like go home with someone on the first date. Yeah. So to speak. Um, I'm very selective with who I bring home. Um, and I'd like to actually like date somebody for probably like a month or two before, you know, there's kind of anything going on in the bedroom, in the boudoir. In the boudoir. Did you see any, um, similarities between the people that you dated or had fun or your past relationship? Um, the, those three big ones, they were all Leo's. Oh, hey. Okay. For the Leo's in the room. Um, and I think that part of that is that we are two fire signs and I don't think that that was always the uh, best thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yes. It depends. Mm-hmm. So as a Sagittarius, um, who's also fiercely independent, I need somebody who is okay with the fact that I'm so independent, yeah. but also looking for a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, and they all had very, um, basic white boy names. Um, mm-hmm. Kyle, Andrew, and Kale. Like- Kale's oh, a, 
a little off. Wait, I do I know this, Kale? No. no. Okay, if, if, if I it's was Kale that I think you're thinking of, but I also know um, it's not the same one. I was gonna say because I don't know too many people that have the name right. Kale. Yeah. Like, yeah. is that yeah. it's kind of like an apple? Like, who's who's whose kid's name is Apple? Just Gwyneth. Just, that's what I thought. Yeah, it's like I mean, huh? Okay, kale. Yes, we like kale. Kale's a good. Yeah. Kale's a good veggie. Right? Good veggie. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> um. So back to the dating apps I went. Um. Yes. And I actually met my current boyfriend Matt, who I am still with. We've moved in together. Um. I met him on Grinder of all places. Wow. Okay. So you 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 tried you use Tinder. You use Grinder. What did you use? Any other dating apps or just those two? Those two were really the main ones. I mean, there are literally a million apps out there. Yeah. Um, and like, I can probably say that at one time or another, I've had a profile on them all, but it okay. may have been more for a like, you have to create a profile to log in. You log in, you realize it's all the same people you see on the other ones. And mm -hmm. so you're like, why do I need six when I can have just two right. and we can call it a day? I have heard so many different things about Grindr, like from a lot of the guys that I know, uh, I know they use it not for or relationships, so they don't find a relationship. So that is interesting. Uh-huh. A hundred percent. That is absolutely true. I'm learning. Um, I would never have expected to have found a relationship from Grindr of all places um, because I didn't go looking for one. Mm-hmm. Um, so the story of how Matt and I met, yes. we had messaged each other on Grindr. We had probably been talking for like two days. It's a Thursday at this point. And okay. I'm, I'm at the gym. He is at home. We both live in Astoria at that point because it's done on, based on location. Yeah. So you really only talk to people who are like within your general area. Um, I'm at the gym. He's at home. It's 10 o'clock at night and I'm walking home from the gym and he, he, I'm like, hey, like, what are you up to? And he's like, oh, I'm like lying in bed. Like, I'm just like kind of done with the day. And I was like, oh, do you want to like grab a drink this weekend or something? And he was like, I'm actually going home this weekend for like a week. Um, his dad was having surgery. Mm. Um, and so he's like, I'm leaving tomorrow morning. But if you wanted to grab a drink now, we, oh. could, we could just grab a drink. And I texted him. I was like, I'm literally only in sweatpants and like a sweatshirt like is that okay do you mind and he goes i mean i'm literally lying like on the couch in bed also in sweatpants so i just won't put on real clothes for you like oh same page i love that uh, and something that he has how he has referred to that choice um and i'll never let him live it down because it doesn't it sounds so much worse than it is he likes to say that he had nothing else to lose so he decided he would just go on the date and I always like to be like, you said that you had nothing left to lose. So that's why you went on a date with me. And he's like, that's not what I mean, you know? And I was like, no, I know, but. But the fact that you had a sweatpants date. So that's we, cute. So cute. We went to a local bar in Astoria. Um, we said that we were going to grab one drink. We met up at like 1030. Mm -hmm. And next thing we knew it was two o'clock and they were closing the bar. Wow. Um, and he walked me home like a proper gentleman. And he like said goodbye, didn't even ask to come in, didn't try and make a move, was very respectful about the whole thing. Um, throughout the entire date, uh, I, the thing that I like to say and that he actually for our like 
one year anniversary got me a cute picture. It's like the two of us with this on it. It is um, the crazy in me season acknowledges the crazy in you. Namaste. Oh, shut the fuck up. Um, Cause I really think that that's what a relationship is. It's about like you see and like acknowledge your like weirdness and you see that in the other person and they acknowledge each other and you like harmoniously exist. Oh, the, whenever I get hangry, like I get, I get hangry and my boyfriend's like, I see that. I see you're getting hangry. It's okay. Like, I know you're not, I know you're not getting mad at me because you're mad at me. It's because I get it. I understand. I was like, thank you. I need my food. Give me my food. And I love, I love, I love that. That, what do you see differently in him versus everyone else that you've dated? He is definitely more down to earth and a little bit more leveled out. He is definitely a rock. Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas I was very much dating guys who were like me, who were Mm -hmm. very much like needed a rock. And I was never going to be someone's rock. Mm -hmm. Although I will say I have definitely become more of a rock in all of this. um, Because I just think that we have become each other's rocks really Mm -hmm. nicely. Um, But he is definitely more down to earth. And he also, I think, is a little bit more sure of himself um, and what he wants to do and who he is. He is a theater professor and he is brilliant and he teaches and he's really interested in like the way that actor training has changed with the advent of technology and how in the old days, the dressing room used to be, you're supposed to remain in character the whole time. But now it's like, use intermission to check your phone because we all know that we're glued to our phones. So if you use that time as your designated phone time, then when you're in the in the midst of each act, you can focus on being in character. Like all of this like psych- psychology behind it, which I think is so fascinating. So it, it, yeah, so you're you're not drained for the full like two and a half hours. You get a time just to like, be you and then you get right into character. I love that. Yeah. He's like, that's his super interesting thing about, and like how to teach in a classroom where you know that everybody's phone is in their pocket and they just want to check their phone. Um, so he's worked like phone breaks into class because he knows that people need to check to make sure that they didn't get an important text. Wow. I don't think I've ever heard of a teacher ever doing that. Yeah. And he's like, cause I want you to be present when we're working. And so it's just, it's so interesting. And like, I'm watering it way down. Cause there's all this like interesting research behind it. And he's sure. so in that. Um, but he's, he's really very smart and very passionate about like theater and theater education and how to, you know, craft good actors. And I, I get to watch that now because his school went virtual and he was teaching from home a lot. So to be able to sit in the living room and see him teach was really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you hear my dog? Can you hear my dog yapping? Briefly. I'm sorry. It got, he has such a, um, a loud bark. He's a poodle. He's a big, like 75. Big, he's yeah. a big fluff. He's a big fluff. And you think that he would be like really prissy, but like, oh, no. He's got a big bark, so I apologize for um, Teddy interrupting us. That's so cute. Theodore. Yes, Theo. Oh, stop it. Oh, it's, I love it. Um, oh, my God. Where, where were we? I'm so sorry. How is, oh, how is Matt different? Yeah. Yes, so that's, yes. That's different. He's just, he's so much, he is um, an Aquarius. He. That's what, the, my boyfriend's an Aquarius. This right. is. 
It's a good match. Let me tell you, I'll spend your time with those Aquariuses. Yes. Yeah. It's, he's, he definitely brings me down in a lot of ways, in good ways. Like that, that came out weird, but like he, he grounds me. I, I'll, Uh, I, I get it. I totally understand. And then like, conversely, I feel like I push him in ways out of his comfort zone that he would not necessarily do those things by himself. And show more of like a a quirky side to him, maybe. I love that. I love, when did you, when did you first meet? When did you do meet? Uh, We met March of 2019. Oh, oh, wow. Okay. So we are currently at that like one year, nine month mark where I'm like, let's just get over this hump guys. Like, come on, babe, we can do it. That's Um, so crazy. You you guys spend a whole year before- the initial shut down that we're going to get into right now. So, um, uh, shutdown happened March 15th. Um, yeah. March. And I met Matt's parents for the very first time, March 13th. Wow. Um, so I took the weekend off from work, which is a big deal because I work at a very busy brunch bar. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I had asked for the weekend off because I was going to meet my boyfriend's parents for the first time. It was also, we'd been dating a year at that point. Um, he had met my parents a bunch because my mom worked in Manhattan. And so like getting cocktails with my mom on a Thursday night was like a regular thing. So like that wasn't huge, but meeting his parents for the first time like was kind of a big deal. Yeah, for sure. Um, and he's from Jersey originally, uh, South Jersey. So I took the weekend off from work. We drove down on Friday morning and we spent the weekend. His parents were so lovely. He like wanted it to go so well. And I think it really did. Um, but I think he was so nervous because I don't think he's ever brought anyone home mm-hmm. like in this capacity. Yeah. And So we spent the whole weekend there. And on Monday morning, uh, I was supposed to be coming. We were going to come back because I was supposed to work that night. Mm -hmm. And my manager called me and went, you're out of town, right? And I was like, yeah, what's up? And he goes, you can just stay. And I went, what? And he goes, we're going to shut down for the next couple of weeks. We'll just call you when this is all over. So now I am in New Jersey at my parents' boyfriend's or my boyfriend's parents' house, who I have just met, and I've only brought clothes for three days. Yeah, and that was the initial shutdown. Like, did New York, mm-hmm. like, completely shut down that you couldn't go in and out of the city yet? Or was it... it... did indeed. Oh, my goodness. How long did you stay with his parents? We, I ended, we ended up only staying with his parents for a couple more days. We left on Wednesday, and okay. we drove to my parents, who were in New Jersey... Um, and I, we stayed with them for a couple days and then Matt went home to his family and I stayed with my mom and my dad through the duration of like the beginning of the shutdown. Mm -hmm. Um, and then when the bars and restaurants started to reopen in early May, they called me and they asked if I would be interested in coming back. And at that point I had been home for two months and going stir crazy as we all felt, I'm sure. Yes. Um, and so I, I jumped at the offer and I came back to New York and I've been back here ever since. How did it feel being on the East coast? Cause I think Jersey shut down just as much mm-hmm. as New York. How did it feel that initial thought of, holy crap, what is happening? It 
was absolutely wild. Yeah. Uh, there was just, there was no way to know how long it was going to happen, how, like, no one had any idea. Because we all kind of went, it'll be over in two weeks. Why two weeks? Why? Why? Who? Who? who, who? who was that? I think I, I ask every single person on the podcast, every episode, we're oh. like, why the fuck two weeks? I thought that was going to, it was two, just two weeks and done, like, and it would be over. And here we are now. Um, so yeah, my mom drove me back to New York to pick up all my clothes at one point. So that okay. way I had some more clothes. We, my whole family started, um, a family zoom where we would get on zoom every Wednesday night and we would just kind of all see each other. We've started doing presentations on weird topics to like break oh. up the week. Um, and Matt actually is on the zoom every Wednesday with us. Like my family has very much embraced him. Uh, in all of this. And it's really nice to have them be so supportive of us. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I came back to New York and uh, started working in May and my lease was up on October 1st. Mm -hmm. And Matt's lease was also up on October 1st. Well then. Hmm. How fortuitous. Hmm. Um, And so I think that we, the plan was always to move in together I don't think it was necessarily to do it during a pandemic. Right. Um, But my roommate at the time, she was her boyfriend um, and she had been together for probably going on two and a half years at that point. They were ready to move in together. Matt and I were definitely not rushed into it, but it was probably a little bit sooner than like either of us may have been like a hundred percent comfortable for, but it really kind of felt a little bit like a, it's gotta be now or never. I mean, because the rent, like your leases were done and it's during a pandemic. Like I'm guessing because both his parents and your parents lived in Jersey, you got to see each other during that time. Actually, we, during that entire time, were very good. We only saw each other once face to face in those two months at a rest stop in mid New Jersey, where I like brought him some of his stuff that when I came to New York, I got for him. Um, I stopped at his apartment, got his mail from his roommates who were still here, a couple of his things. And I just like handed them off from six feet away because we were like taking it super seriously. Yeah. Oh, Um, wow. Yeah. His mom works in a grocery store. um, And so he didn't want to risk like bringing something to me during all of this. Um, it was, it was really safe and he's always very thoughtful and respectful like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, during the shutdown, we had only seen each other, um, one time during the two months that I was home. And then we, he pretty much stayed home until probably July, uh, and then came back and we started the apartment search and we, found this really lovely broker in Astoria who showed us an apartment and we were like, this is really lovely, but it's a studio. We really kind of want a one bedroom. For sure. She goes, actually the one bedroom across the hall, they're leaving on September 1st. If you guys would be interested in moving in September 1st, instead of like October 1st or September 15th. And we walked in and the apartment is gorgeous. It has a little balcony. It, has a dishwasher, which is Primo in New York. Oh, yes. Um, And it's this really lovely, like, open, like, the kitchen has a nice little bar that opens into the living room. It's great for, like, hosting. And because of COVID, it was way under 
priced for right. rent and we would never have been able to afford this place beforehand, but here we are. Wow. That it, maybe to me, but it seems like that the two of you really, I mean, having not seen each other for two months, I can only, I can only imagine how that felt and how hard that was to not see each other. Cause you were each other's rocks, even though being with your family, like a significant other, it's just so different, so yep. different. Um, but it seemed like the two of you didn't have, I don't, I, maybe as many obstacles or that you two were just so strong together. Yes. It really, it's really interesting because I feel like we've, in a weird way, like weathered the, the worst, like a, a relationship could go through, mm-hmm. right? Like by doing this, yeah. Like everything else seems so incredibly easy. Um, and I also just coming from a family where like family is everything and it's the relationships that are important. Like all the other like bullshit, like the moving, which I only cried once during moving because I accidentally, we were trying to bring a dresser down the stairs and it was very heavy. And then the dresser back went through the banister. So the <gasps> dresser just went to the curb and that was the only time I cried. Oh and no. It, um, it was on hour 10 of day of the moving. So I got really far. It was a long time. I would have cried like five hours before. That's I impressive. Know. I got really far in, um, but we got all the stuff in here. Um, but yeah, I feel like we've really like, we went into this having been together long enough that we knew each other on a relationship level, mm-hmm. even if it wasn't a like living together level, which we've learned and we've figured out how to cohabitate now. Um, but we went in with a really good foundation and kind of, if we got through that, we can really do anything. It's true. It's so, so fucking true. What do you think that you've learned about yourself and about the relationship during this time? Or even about him, if there's something new that you've learned. Um, he is not a morning person. Ah. <laughs> uh, I was not a morning person for a very long time, but I have recently become a morning person. So I've gotten very comfortable with like, just getting dressed in the dark and then leaving the apartment and coming back in two hours when like, I've like done my like morning stuff and him like then being awake and at the counter kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, we've learned how to really cohabitate because he's, he was teaching from home for a lot of the fall semester. And so he would teach on Tuesdays and Thursdays and I would try and record our podcast or take a voice lesson on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, because right. he, like that whole idea of like, the living room is his classroom Tuesday, Thursday from eight to five. And so while we're both living here and it's both of our home, you got to be like respectful of that person's space because it's not, it's not like work where he is sitting in front of a computer, just doing like typing on a computer. He's in classrooms all day teaching and you can't like interrupt the flow to be like, excuse me, I have to like cross to the other side of the living room. Right. So it's, it's been really interesting in trying to figure out how to navigate two different schedules mm-hmm. in one cohabitated space. Um, but like, that's the, I, I would say the biggest hurdle is just like figuring that out. Everything else is just like such bliss. Mm. 
Um, what, what cute um, quarantine dates have you guys done? Oh, um, let me think. We The most recent thing we did is we decorated the Christmas tree together, and that was really lovely. Cute. Um, working most nights uh, doesn't leave a lot of time for nighttime dates, mm-hmm. but we're very big on just like ordering takeout and sitting together on the like living room floor and watching Netflix. I love that. Um, that's very much a common occurrence and just kind of like enjoying the small little things in our like lives. Oh, I can tell you because we'll have had Christmas. He's been at his parents for Christmas. So his Christmas gifts and my Christmas gifts are still under the tree because we haven't opened anything yet. Um, The fact that you haven't opened the presents yet, like really good. I'm trying. I, Uh, I wouldn't, mm -mm, mm -mm, that's, that's impressive. But there is a store in Astoria called Lockwood. It is so cute. They do lots of like really adorable like housewares and like candles and mugs and and they for Christmas did this thing where you could send them how much money you want to spend on the gift and you could talk a little bit about the person and they would do a customized like gift box. Cute. And so I emailed them and I was like, so here's a little bit about Matt. I would love like date night things, things that could just like excite or enhance or inspire a date night. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like we're kind of incredibly boring sometimes. And like boring is good, like yeah. predictable. There's, it's not like, there's nothing like crazy that suddenly comes out of the blue, but I feel like it'd be fun to have a puzzle or something just like we wouldn't no- normally think of, but because it, was gifted to us right it'll be like fun and exciting but also how many times like order in food you watch netflix like i mean we've all done it so it's definitely hard to find something new and exciting to do for a date right and you can't go out like we've gone on we've gone on tons of walks around astoria Mm -hmm. like we've kind of exhausted the the normal home date things right um so it was kind of like if they can send us any cool ideas for just things to do. So we're bringing that into 2021. Good. More fucking puzzles. I wish I liked puzzles, but I don't. Oh, no, I love puzzles. Really? You and my boyfriend would get along so well. Uh, I'm going to have to send you there. Apparently a friend of mine just sent me a picture of a puzzle where you do the puzzle and then you open up the envelope because it's like open this when you finish the puzzle and it gives you more pieces that then you have to start the puzzle over because it like now it all fits together differently. Apparently it is this insane, like really cool. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, I'll send it to you so that way you can give it to your boyfriend because it looks so interesting. I would cry. I would cry. Wow. Mm-hmm. I, wow, wow. That is, yeah, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that, 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 bo- the, um, the present, the, the, the box. The, yes. The, yeah i'll send it i'll find it and i'll send it to you i Um, love that yeah she sent us pictures of like each of the stages and i was like oh this is very cool my brain would hurt and so would my eyeballs so i love i love that i love that your relationship has blossomed so much even more i also am just so happy that you have found somebody that loves you and supports you and just is perfect for you it's so nice to have somebody who encourages and accepts the weird um i text matt yesterday and i i just text him garden gnomes and he was like what 
and I had been watching Romeo and Juliet at work, which is oh the best, God. best Shakespeare adaptation of anything yes. ever. Treat yourself, go watch Romeo and Juliet. Um, but I decided that I want to learn more about garden gnomes. And he was like, okay. Um, we got some house plants when we moved in together and I now want to find the perfect gnome to go in every pot. Do you know that gnomes are super mystical, right? I'm not surprised. They're very mystical. I love, I love that. That is, ah, uh, it just makes me so, so fucking happy. What other advice or recommendations or just anything that you can give more to, to the listeners in a relationship, want to get into relationship, going through these tough times during COVID, just anything else? Um, I mean, the biggest thing is like, number one, everything in your own time. Don't feel like you need to be on anyone else's clock when it comes to when you start dating, how long you want to date somebody, how long you date somebody before you realize that you know, you want to make it exclusive, how like do everything in your own time, because you'll find the person who their timeline matches yours and it'll feel right. As opposed to someone always feeling like they're compromising on their timeline. Um, and then I guess like the other thing is just like, don't be afraid to be yourself. Yeah. Cause if you go in being a, afraid to be yourself at the start at some point you're gonna be yourself and like wouldn't you rather find out from moment one that the person isn't into your true authentic self than six months in when you're like by the way i want to buy 17 garden gnomes like oh 17 i mean there's a lot of plants to like put them in i love that i love that you're a plant dad that makes I, me so happy that was one of our quarantine projects we were like we need more greenery in here. Plants make people happy. Plants and, and crystals. Right? And, and the pandemic doesn't. So we just need a lot of plants to balance out the pandemic. I, yeah, I completely, I know so many people that they, the amount of plants, even the amount of plants that we have here now, I'm like, oh uh, yeah, no, I get it. This makes everything like so much better and green and happy. Uh, we moved in in October and I'm so excited for the spring because we have a really lovely balcony and we have, there are actually like planter boxes out there already. And I'm so excited to have a little like balcony garden come the spring. Oh my God. Sit out and drink coffee and sit on the balcony and be near our plants. And be cute. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Ryan, thank you so much for one, being you. Two, for wanting to come on this podcast and just sharing your story and just making everything just so much brighter and happier. Yes. Oh my God. Thank you, Courtney. No, I'm so, I'm so happy <laughs> to see your face. Wait, I'm going to plug my podcast. I was just about to say, please plug in everything for people to find you, all that. Yes, I will plug myself. If you are a, um, somebody who likes to listen to things, I have a service industry podcast where I talk about working in service industry jobs um, mm -hmm. at No Reservations. Um, we're on Instagram as at No Res Pod. Mm -hmm. uh, the wonderful Miss Courtney will be doing an episode closer to Valentine's Day. Yes. Um, and we are V excited. If you are a reader, I do a young adult parody Instagram, um, at Katrina loves Trent. We just, um, finished shooting for our second year. We basically post the next page of the story every day. Um, oh, I love that. Long. it's super fun, super like weird and quirky. Um, and if you want to just see what I actually look like, instead of hearing my harsh grating voice, um, you can, <laughs> are you kidding me? Are you um, kidding? What are you talking about? What do you, what, um, no. 
you need somebody who has a, a nasally voice who's going to sing up in the stratosphere for 16 hours on end. Hi, I am your man. No, but uh, really. You can find me on Instagram at Lindy777. It's three Y's, three sevens. I love it. Oh, wait, now it's hot. <laughs> I'm, putting them. I'm putting the bun up. It's time. Okay. Ready? I'm Ready? Hold mine up for a second. I feel like whenever I put the bun up, I look like um, Agnes from Despicable Me. Stop. Just enough that it kind of just does like that. Oh my God. And there you have it. That was episode 15 with my lovely Ryan. Yes, he's my lovely Ryan. I really hope that you enjoyed hearing him and listening and just us chatting and all that good stuff and I just love his story and I love him and he's just fantastic he's fucking fantastic if you like this episode if you like the previous episodes like comment subscribe share We're on apple spotify google anchor um instagram it's not me it's covid pod that's 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 it and until next time on it's not me it's covid i'll see you later <laughs>